Hallelujah. It is always wonderful to be in church. I love it when you miss one day. It's as if you've missed one year. It's always a blessing. Hallelujah. All right. So um, we are doing one service in the morning so that we can come for the evening service. Hallelujah. Are you, are you, are you eager for an encounter? Hallelujah. You see, there are, there are different levels of spiritual abilities that exist. And each of the spiritual abilities have unique significance in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Now, if somebody is a pastor, that gift God gives to the person serves a purpose. We think that a pastor is somebody who is in charge of a church. It's like the way a teacher is in charge of a class. Like, it's like a pastor is a group studies leader. <laughs> but it is more than that. Hallelujah. A pastor is, is a coach. And great men are made by coaches. I remember there was a teacher I had in, 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 in primary school. If that teacher had been in my primary school for long, I'm sure I would have become a footballer. Yes, he's called Mr. Dobe. He was a very hard man. And when we, 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 we have to come to school on Saturday and we would jog like from here to circle and come back. At that time, I was like 10 years. Yes, you have to do it. And he will be stretching, exercising. Then afterwards, we'll play football. And he was our coach. And I know about three of my mates who took football very serious because of him. But at a point, I, I heard he became a chief in his hometown. So he went and never came back. Like he, one vacation, we came back, and we have never seen him again. So all our football career came to an end. And if you have played football with me, you realize that I'm not that bad. Yeah, all the time that we used to play. The last time we played football, I scored four goals. And I was a top goal scorer. And I played in all the matches, three matches. Some of the boarders couldn't even play for one. After 15 minutes, they stopped. <laughs> It's from that basic school training that that man gave us and that has more or less given us those skills. What am I saying? I think that if you had met a coach, you would have become a science student. You see, the people who know the importance of having coaches are those who have benefited from them. Certain knowledge is born out of experience. Certain things, unless you experience them, you don't know how important they are. That is why it is very difficult to counsel people when they are going to marry. Because the things you are saying, they've never been married, so they can't relate. But when they marry, 
You don't even have to advise them. They're everything, every proverb you say, they are suddenly understand it. <laughs> like we tell people that don't beg a lady to love you. That, oh, no, you see, I'm, 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 all these things, I'm doing it because of you, but you don't mind me, and when I call you, you don't pick, and ah, uh, awunye, <laughs> no matter what you say, it's good. they can't understand. They think that when they say, I love you, it means suddenly everything will be okay. It's not like that. You see. If she says she doesn't love you, let her go. If she says he loves you, then it's good to go. You understand? But because you are not, for instance, when we say that, when you marry, you will not have sex. They don't even understand how that is possible. They don't. They can't even understand it. <laughs> when you see that people who are married have children, it will shock you that it's not because of activeness. Sometimes just twice in a year. And, and the, the person has a child. So you might think that because he has a child, it's, like, it's not like that. But you see, oh, oh, let me put it this way. Do you know that a time will come, you will never like cook? Okay. Do you know that a time will come, you will never like chicken? The pastor, get away. You don't understand my passion. Yesterday, I was... I you know we traveled. I came back yesterday in the night. Then we were at uh, is it Azmera. Plenty of food. The person said, "Oh, so we eat." I said, oh, "I don't feel hungry," and I had no eating. Free. When you eat, there is five hundred cities. But I didn't even take water. You see, you can't understand. <laughs> One day, when I said, "Chicken." No, 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 I want, I want, I want meat pie. Yes, it's difficult to understand. It's difficult to understand. <laughs> so certain advice is like experience that will make you understand. And if you have never had anybody coaching you, coaching you in life, you can be so much sad in life that I don't have this, I don't have this. But you will never be sad that I didn't get anybody to guide me in life because you never experienced it. You will not be able to appreciate the significance of it. Like, imagine a child who never had a mother. In the first thing is, what language would this child learn? So when God says that he has given you a pastor, to me, it is the biggest thing you can ever have in life. But unless you experience what it means to be under a pastor, you will never know the importance. There are people who have had the experience of being under a pastor. If I'm to ask them one by one, one by one, one by one, you'll be shocked. Some of the things that they will see. That. Where would you have been by now if you were not having a pastor? 
you'll be staying with your mother and then you'll be teaching and you'll so, be getting 500 CDs a month. I think it'll be 550 Ghana CDs a month. <laughs> yes, yes. This guy has a, now University of Ghana, he did biochemistry, cell and molecular biology. In his class, how many people had first class? Just one. And the one who had the first class. That guy, that guy used to come to school fourth week. And he would come to school and come and explain the course to us. Like, when the yes. semester starts, you will not come out until four weeks later. Yes, yes. So but you will have started lectures. You've done so we your just gathered the handout for him. So when he comes, then we hand it over to the, him. When you hand over the handouts to, to him, him, he was not there, but he will be able to understand and he will explain it to them. I'm saying to this the to mere I'm saying it to know how intelligent the guy was. And when he was done with school, he had, he had first class. First class. Biochemistry. First class. Yes. All these things you have to explain. How do they even call it? Uh, there's something like a chain. This one breaks down into this. It's very complex. Intermediary metabolism. Metabolism. Intermediary metabolism. Intermediary metabolism. Structure and function. Structure and function. Enzymology. Cell biology. Xenobiotics. All those complex. Xenobiotics. Yes. All those complex. In English, anything zen means foreign. So when he says xenobiotics, man, foreign biology. Biology that is not natural. Uh, like xenophobia, I mean, the fear of foreigners. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Now, after school, he had a job to teach, and his salary was somewhere 700, 800. And as I'm talking to you right now, he's still teaching. With first class, no improvement in his life. You might life. think that it's witches. What the witches have done is to prevent him from having a pastor. Yeah, it's not that witches, so say witches are fighting people. Mm. It's not that they have put some, no, they have prevented them from having somebody who would tell them that, mm. do this. Mm. You may have first class, but it doesn't mean you are intelligent. Like, you can be a professor and not be intelligent. Because, you see, intelligence is issue-specific. Mostly when he says somebody is intelligent, we think that the person is omnipotent, omniscient. Omni means all and around. So when he says omniscient, means like he has all knowledge. Scient means science, science means knowledge. Omniscient means all knowing, omnipotent, all able. It's not like that. He may be a professor in economics, but he doesn't know anything about what uh, in geography. So if you judge him by geography, he's foolish. But if you judge him by economics, he's intelligent. It will shock you that you can be a professor in cell and molecular biology, but your wife will make you commit suicide. You know cell molecular biology and you are a professor, but you're not intelligent in human relationships. That's why a lot of the rich people in the world have never been to school. Because going to school doesn't make you intelligent in making money. It makes you intelligent in knowing book. And the last time I checked, when a lot of book people, 
were involved. Ghana economy became the worst. Bukulon people. When they talk, you can be a professor, you don't even understand. In this fiscal year of the Economic Contingency Agreement, the Monetary Amendment Act of the Equation Analysis and the Inflation and Deflation and Permutation, after you have, they have talked, you pay, you have finished, they gone. You don't even understand what they are saying. And that's why Ghana economy is not doing well. They should rather say that when I become president, I'll bring one dollar to one city. That one, everybody will understand. But they know that if they become like that, you will not vote for them because we can easily see that they are liars. They use big, 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 big terms. Word salad. Salad means mixture. So where salad means you have mixed a lot of words. So if you are eating only uh, cabbage, it's not salad. <laughs> if you are eating oh lettuce, the one that they use mostly with, for this dominant ingredient in the salad, that green green thing there, it's called what? Lettuce. Uh-huh. When you are eating lettuce, you are not eating salad. Salad means lettuce, cabbage, carrot. Uh-huh. That's salad. I don't say no name. <laughs> so salad simply means mixture. So many things in one is salad. And so where salad we pick it, they pick it, they pick it, they pick it, they pick it, and they confuse us. So you, you can become a whole cardiothoracic surgeon and you will commit suicide because you are not intelligent about issues of life but you are intelligent with books that's why if you have even realized most of the first class students who are sisters they are not able to keep a relationship but when you see all the sociology people have relationships because they understand sociology this one understands Chemistry. Sociology. Uh, they are not. They are not. You can become very knowledgeable, but you are not friendly. Yeah, you can get first class, and most like, most of the time, you know, the first class people they don't have friends. That's why mostly they don't become the school prefect. Well, the school prefect is by vote, and they will not vote for somebody like that. And in real life, when they, I'm not saying first class is bad. I'm just saying that you need a coach. A coach who will tell you that you have a lot of information about chemistry. Add this one to it. Put it here. It will become like this. So, but pastor, I don't need a coach. Imagine, do you know that if you bring Real Madrid to come and play with Kotoko and there is no coach, Kotoko will win. If Kotoko has a coach. He said, oh, pastor, it's not possible. Well, who will select the players? Because the Real Madrid team, there are 20-something people. Who will be the first 11? So even their bench, they can beat Kotoko. But the coach will map up a strategy. And the strategy will make them win. You, you need a coach in life. When pride comes into your life, 
You destroy things that are relevant for your life. One of them is a coach. So when you say somebody is a pastor, a pastor is not a figurehead. It's a coach in your life about spiritual things. First and foremost. The same way, what made me talk about all of these things is that there are different graces or gifts that exist and each of them is relevant. And I was giving an example of a pastor that the relevance of a pastor is in mentoring or coaching. So when we come to church, sometimes we are not preaching, we are coaching. For instance, one day I came to church and I said that if you are a student, when you finish first degree, the first 10 years of your life, you should be writing exams all the time. After the first 10 years, don't write exams again. Life is short. To the one I was coming to church, somebody was preaching, and he said that, what crime has Africa committed that all their presidents are old people? <laughs> okay, why is it that we don't have young presidents in Africa? It's a good question, isn't it? It's not because the young people are not intelligent. It's because of the politics we practice in Africa. It's an expensive work. And in Africa, young people are not able to get rich. It's like it is almost impossible to be rich as a young person in Africa. In Africa, people become billionaires at the age of 60 and above. Averagely. By the time somebody becomes a millionaire, he's 60 years and if you are not a millionaire, you can't be president in Africa. It's too expensive. That is why it is only old people who can be presidents in Africa. So we need young people who can become successful at a very early age. And that is where the problem is. Sometimes becoming successful at an early age may mean that you can't do politics. Because the politics will destroy what you have done. You see, the finance minister, what's the name of it? Data Bank. It's one of the most rich banks now, investment bank. If then PP people lose power, his bank will go down. Why? Because they are rich now because of contracts they have from the government. When the next party comes to power, they would take that contract and give it to another company and they'll begin to come down. But if that bank had gotten those contracts and was politically neutral, the next government will still maintain them. That is why very rich people are not interested in politics. That is why if you check, the intelligent people in your class, they are not, intel they are not interested in politics. For example, majority of politicians in Ghana who have first degree attended Legon. You still don't understand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that those who do well in school don't do politics. Because the best students go to tech. Maybe you don't understand. In Legon, when you take medicine out, you take business school out. These days, pharmacy 
and law. Four. All these courses, you can find them in tech also. So when you get eight A's in secondary school, you can go to tech, you can go to Legon. Uh-huh. But after all these courses are over, you will find, you will find civil engineering, geodetic engineering, material engineering, land economy, building and technology, landscaping, all of these other huge, 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 huge courses, you will find them in tech. They are compatriots in Legon. It's Swahili. <laughs> Chinese. <laughs> theater arts. <laughs> information studies. Sociology. Sociology. Archaeology. Archaeology. <laughs> and these are courses, so, but you realize that you don't need aggregate 10 to do Swahili. Swahili, you need aggregate 22. History, you need aggregate 18. When you do the permutations, you realize that averagely, there are more, in, in quotes, intelligent students in tech than in Legon. But how come that all our leaders are Legon people and not tech? Because intelligence is issue specific. The notebook, all the people who know book are in tech. All the people who know life are in Legon. I say, Pastor, what about UPSA? Now listen to me. The U- UPS, is it not business courses they do? Yes. So they're under the business admin category. Yeah. But you will not find engineering, and that's what I'm saying. If you go to Gimpa, it's business courses, which is business administration. But you will not find other things there. That's what I mean. I love the analogy. Yeah. So all the students who are, it is very rare to find some schools. Like, it's very, like, if you attended Benkum Senior High, uh, uh. <laughs> Why are you the school prefect? You are the school prefect. Hey! Some of you, even if they put you in prison, you become the leader there. <laughs> now, what I'm saying is that when you go to tech, you will not find some schools there. When you go to tech, the schools you hear is in Fancy Pims, Wesley Girls, Presec. Those are the schools you see in tech. And some small number of people from the other places. <laughs> so you need, you need somebody in your life who would tell you that. How old are you? You say, I'm 28 years. Pastor, I'm writing up there. I said, that's stupid. Go and do POP. So, I have to go to school. There is a point in your life, schooling is useless. Don't be deceived. There's a point in your life that there is no need to go to school. Just work with some people and that becomes your school. Because 
People think that when you go to school, you become intelligent. If there is nothing intelligent about schooling. What makes schooling actually important is the people you meet. Because, you see, you will never and ever know Muhammad's children, but you will be in the same class with them. Even if that big man, that you can't even go to his house because of bulldogs, you see his children in the same hall with you. You see the addressing that you copy it. You see they are working that you copy it. That's what makes schooling important. But intelligence, it has nothing to do with schooling. That's what I'm saying. Kwame Despite has never been to school. He's richer than all the professors in Legon. How do you know? His car can buy, one car can buy all their cars. So, pastor, it's not like that. It's like that. You think they are lecturing because of nothing. They need money. That's why they are on strike. So, how can you become a professor and you are on strike? Whereas somebody who has never sat in class is not striking. (laughs) Because he has an intelligence in making money. But he's not intelligent in knowing Sigma FX over Sigma X. He doesn't have that intelligence. That's the difference. And we think that because somebody knows Sigma FX, he should be our leader. That's our problem. So, by the time you are 35 and you are still writing exams, you are actually programming yourself for failure, but you don't know. By the age of 24, 25, you have finished first degree. Write ACCA, write any professional exams, apply to do law, do masters, do PhD, whatever. So every time, like when you finish school, every time we see you, you have an exam to write soon. Whether it's ACCA writing, professional, what a PMP management, something you are writing, marketing this you are writing, certificate this you are writing. You should be writing exams for 10 years after a stop. And let the 10 years of exams you have been writing begin to produce results. But mostly, you will not understand. You say, oh, pastor, I want to get a job. When I get a job, then I'll, after I've married for some time, then I am, I'll, I'll, I'll hold on with this one. Before you realize, your first child, you gave birth at age 40. What it means is that you'll be on pension and still be paying school fees. And that will make you poor. That's why a pastor can tell you that if you marry at a certain age, don't have a certain number of children. If you cross 30, the highest number of children you should have is three. If you cross 30, you married after 30, the highest number is supposed to be three. Why? You are going to spend your productive years in child raising of children. And you will not understand. You see, when we talk about it is difficult to raise children, we are minors. There are people who are majors in it. They have had children for 15, 20 years. Look, it is very difficult. Very, very difficult. 
I have to go and pick this one from school here. I have to go and put this one here. And if you don't do it well, it shows up at a certain point. They become disrespectful because you have never had enough time with your children. If you don't have enough time with your children, the first sign is that they become disrespectful. Yeah. If you've never had enough time with them. You don't talk to them. You don't explain things to them. You don't let them know what is wrong and what is right. So they begin to misbehave. And that is very expensive as you move on. If you leave your children to only your wife, it's a problem. If you leave your children to only your husband, it's a problem. That's why if you were raised by a single parent, there is a deficiency in you. Me, I was raised by a single parent. I was raised by my father. And the first time I spoke to a lady for five minutes, I was in secondary school. The first time I stood like this, a man and a woman is talking, nobody is around for five minutes. I was in secondary school form two. I don't remember ever in my life talking to somebody, a lady, for up to one minute. The whole of my JSS continued. I didn't know that kind of life. So imagine, how will you become a leader? Because majority of the people who vote are girls. There's no balance in your life. And if you're raised only by your mother too, you trim your dead. But women raise children to be emotional. And men raise children to be too rational. If you were raised by only, if you see a, a man say, oh, it is the mother that raised him. <laughs> Even sometimes, when you see the way some people dress, you can tell it's the, the, the father who raised them. Like to see a man who is always stuck in. It's his father who raised him. Yeah. All the t-shirt boys is their mothers who raised them. Yeah. Your father will prim you, will polish you, will make you wear shoe and polish the shoe. Your mother will give you cakes, kambu, <laughs> t-shirt, jeans, dress down, casual. It's women. Men have not like that. That's how you see the boy. You see that he's, he's in Lego. He's wearing Jordan 23. And he's walking around going for lectures. It's the mother that raised him. He can't do that to her father. Your father will say, no, you wear your shirt. When you see boys who don't comb their hair, it's the mother who raised them. Your father will tell you to comb your hair. If you don't comb, the slap that will follow. So all of these things are mentoring. You may never even notice it. It's in the future that you come to appreciate the importance of trainings like this. And God sometimes also gives us prophets. The prophets also have their place. There is constant direction and instant direction. Pastors give constant direction. Prophets give instant direction. A prophet will tell you that 
There's a lady in your life. It's called Pamela. Don't marry her. She will not help you. A pastor will tell you 25 ways to identify a woman who will not help you. And he will tell you when you have not even met the Pamela. The Pamela is not even available. But when you arm yourself with the points, as soon as you meet Pamela, I swear. What? The points, the points, the points. So you need high level of intelligence to work with pastors. You don't need much intelligence. You need much sensitivity to work with prophets. But the things that pastors say that they are quiet, prophets who say them shouting. Like what I'm saying that I have put my left hand in my pocket. As if I'm, I'm just, what you don't know is that I'm a, 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 a lifeline or a deadline. And instead of me to be shouting the points, I'm quiet. So you can't perceive the agency of it. Yes, yes. So God is sending us a prophet tonight to speak. And you see, it's going to be an encounter that you always relish. So we are doing only one service this morning. Then we can all be present to be blessed. Is it powerful? But today is actually supposed to be an impartation service. And life is a measure of grace. There is a certain grace that is required for every area of your life. That grace is given to men by God. And men can transfer it. As I'm standing here, I am a receipt of a transfer of grace. Last two days ago, I was talking to a man who bought a land. The land is $100,000. And there were issues on the land. And as I was talking to him, I told him that what you are going to do, so man of God, I have outgrown that money. It's okay. I'm too big for it now. It's like, if they will not, just leave it to them. I don't need it. I've outgrown it, $100,000. And I was talking to him, he's a pastor. And I was, he told me that pastor, this thing is great, so. Empire, you cry, you tell me more. So, I'm not my papa. Because I'm not my church leader. No, I'm not. But today, look at what God has done. It's grace. Like, if I look at the people who should be pastors, I will never have counted myself because I knew myself in secondary school. There was one guy, oh my God. When, I don't know how you also was, but in our secondary school, the SU, they write paper 
and they put it at the houses, dormitory house, like the topic, the one who be preaching that thing. When we see that that guy's name is there, that he be the one preaching at SU, the SU was, I think, 3 p.m. or 2 p.m. Look, if you go 20 minutes, even before, you will sit outside. The place will be full. He was a student. Word, teachings. Hey! Now, I don't even know where he is. And he's not in the ministry. Last time I heard, I wanted to go to Norway or Sweden, maybe to go and do something, masters or something like that. Check, when you were in secondary school, all your leaders were the Krife people. Krife means Christian fellowship. Like, it doesn't mean fake Christian that people suppose. Krife Christian fellowship. The term was coined in Legon in 1974. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it was Legon people who started because University Christian Fellowship. Christian fellowship, Krife. Check all the Krife people in your secondary school. Realize that majority of them are not even going to church. And most of the people who are pastors today didn't even go to church properly when they were in school. When I was in secondary school, I was not a church leader, not even a bellboy. I've never had a political position in school before, like uh, compound prefect, school prefect, those type of nice things, none of them. They didn't give it to us. The first time I became a class captain was in the university. Course rep. In tech. You know, I stayed in, in tech for one year. Then I came to Legon. I was in tech for one year. Then I left the university. <laughs> of Ghana, of Ghana, of Ghana. Valuegon is better than tech, don't be deceived. Based on how you judge things. There's more balance in Legon than tech. Tech is one-sided. Book, 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 book. Science, 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 science. Oh yes, who is, who is general astronomer? But all of them are science, so they call them social. So the social so is not Legon, it's tech. Social so means social science. So when we are doing the matriculation, it's social so. Then I say, yeah, damn. Yeah. We'll sleep party with that because we don't have anything to do. <laughs> they, they have something they call Gardiamus. Gardiamus, Igitu, Juvenes, Osvoletum, Tubetutem, Oslomazetatutem, Sempasi, Flo. It's a Latin anthem in tech that we all sing. So you remember, oh, yes. The University of Ghana, the nation's hope and glory, the place that bears the stars, the great tower of learning is purpose to your heaven. May we proceed in integrity to your nation. Arise, arise, Ole, you go. Defend the cause. May I remember everything? I remember my secondary school and I remember. Wow. Uh, 
I remember Legon, I remember Tech. I, because we sang it, so there's no way you can forget. God is going to introduce certain things into our lives this year. We will never be the same again. The glory of his name. Amen and amen. So it is very, very important that in our lives, we come to understand that things function by grace. It is by grace. It is by grace. It's not like you are so special. It's just, even sometimes you realize that even like you, you have been to school, you realize that it is not because you are intelligent. Even exams, well, sometimes the very smart people don't even pass. It's the people that grace is supporting. That somewhere, somewhere, they will just make 51. 53. They will not get 17, 80. No, 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 no. But with their 53, they will lower B. No, the lower B, they will some... Uh, Funny school be or we have some course we are not yawa no ba no be nya gimpa be law be who wants to be chief justice? Ah! Where did this guy pass? Fifty three. <laughs> That's where he passed. You were interested in ninety. You have so much opportunities in life. Scholarship were being thrown at you. <laughs> I met somebody who says he's your mate in school. Or junior in school, something like junior. Yes. And I said, oh, you are an engineer. He said, no, 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 no. How can you be an engineer? Because he, he didn't do science in school. But you see, he passed by Acropole and passed by CAF. Then, like that, like that, like that, like that, like that, like that. <laughs> you see, but you, you did science. But the last time I checked, you were doing physics in Legon. It has like become like that, like that, like that, like that. So some people they don't get ninety, like like that, like that. Nah, no. they are going. If you do science and you don't get medical school, it's as if your career has ended. <laughs> But if you have some pastor, we will coach you small. Like that, like that, like that, like that, like that. Before you realize you are in the king's palace. So, the things we see is actually a function of grace. Jesus said, what do you have that you did not receive? So, instead of the impartation of laying hands and things, which I am fully pregnant with. Oh, what are you talking about? Bishop Oedepo has prayed for me. Hey, what pain me is they didn't take the, the videos. Like, he, he held my hand like this. Oh. And they had told us that nobody should take it. Pictures. And we're just standing there and you're talking. Then you put his hand here. Oh, my God. Oh, my 
Another time will come. Why you pray for me? When we came outside that he was going, you know, now people started taking pictures. I said, you people. Maybe God doesn't want people to see this, so. No. Oh, I shame about it. But the impartation that it has been received. In the name of Jesus. He told us that the ark project he's doing is the easiest project he has ever done in his life. He said it is the most expensive project they have ever done in their ministry. Yet the easiest. The, the, the easiest. Even the, 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 the air condition for the building alone. Oh, there's grace. Oh. There's grace. There's grace. There's grace. There's grace. There are, there are about 30 something. One can power 500 hotel rooms. And the size of one is like the articulated track. And they have, like where the gutter is. That's where they are. And they are lining up up to this place, something like that. They have all been arranged like that. This is the easiest thing he has ever done. Very easy, like no sweat, nothing. Listen, there is grace. There is grace for every accomplishment. Every accomplishment. God can make you a millionaire. In one year, if certain graces locate you, impartation. Oh, this one, the only upon cry. And I'll say, I didn't trust selfie back. No, I said, Okay, okay. Oh, life is good, man. So, Pastor, why are you excited? Because one day we will say that we met this man. We met this. Would you have been happy if we had met Paul? These people, they think they have done for God. A man that almost 500,000 human beings come to his church every Sunday. Every Sunday, not every year, every Sunday. They pray in their church one hour every day from 4.30 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. And you see thousands of people in the morning and there's traffic. Morning, like morning, 4.30, 4.30. Not every year, every day. And they are building an airport there. Airport, airport. So that airplanes will land there. Airport, not a, 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 a garage, airport. <laughs> it's not about money, because people have money. Why don't they have those things? It's grace. It's grace. It's grace. It's grace. 
when you go to the church, they don't even mention offering that much. He said, since he started church, the church has never taken a loan or like lavery. Don't borrow. Don't. He said, he doesn't owe anybody dead or alive. That's grace. That's grace. See, we are used to our own strength, but become used to the strength of God. Walking by God's strength is called grace. Grace will locate you in the name of Jesus. Let me give you some few points you can write. Because of the evening prophetic service, I don't want to preempt anything. So that it's like you are doing the work of the prophet. Let the prophet come and do his own. What is left? Huh? Prophet teach. What does that mean? Prophet teachings. Prophetic teachings. The grace is available. Grace is available. The grace is available. Grace is available. Grace is available. Last month, I was watching TV in my house around 1 a.m. And they said our Ghana Blasters are going to play football, but they are going to camp somewhere. I was in the house with Eben. Eben is a thing. And I said, ah, they are going to play Africa. I said, yes. I said, Ghana will come out of it. And as soon as they come, they will sack the coach. And he said, so I just saw it on the TV. It has happened. I was watching TV three days ago in a restaurant. And they said they have sacked Ghana's coach. So it's powerful. It will happen. Whatever the man of God, who is a deeper prophet, will come and say it will happen in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right. Why do we need impartation? By the way, what is impartation? Impartation simply means the transfer of grace. Paul said, you are partakers of my grace. The grace that is at work in your life is your grace. Any grace that is at work in your life is your grace. That grace is transferable. For instance, all the things you have acquired in school, the knowledge you have acquired in school, you can't transfer it to your children. Can you give your certificate to your child? So that grace is not transferable. But whatever that you receive in God is transferable. I'm standing here as a pastor. Whatever that is inside of me and equipping me to do what I'm doing is transferable. Mostly, we are able to understand how a grace is transferable. Sometimes in the, um, some of the gifts that are like concrete, like, when you see somebody walking in it, 
you can easily recognize this one is not it's not possible to love. I was with Prophet Solomon, the one who is coming to preach in a, in a hotel. Then we went to the hotel reception. When we got to the reception, I told the lady standing there that who is Ifioma. All right. Then she shouted. He said, that is my Igbo name. Nobody knows it. Then Prophet Solomon told me that. No, no, no. I want to, I want to say something. I want to say something. Why are you excited like that? Then the prophet Solomon told me that also there is a transfer going on. It's as if something is happening to you. It's not like I went to fast, I want to pray. It's a, a grace that is being transferred. So no, the prophet will come in there. We are, we are, we are teachers. We are teachers. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was wearing socks in the room. And I said, oh, I mentioned a name. Then he said, ah, do you know why? I said, no. He said, that's where I stay. And I said, oh, but you stay at Essex. He said, no, I stay at Chelmsford. I, 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 I said it. And he said, hey, Charlie, the grace is coming on you. There is, a reason, there is a reason for that. It's a gift. It's transferable. Like as I'm standing here, I'm preaching. And the ability to preach is transferable. This, this preaching has taken me to places. Yesterday, somebody called me that they, are, they have booked their flight. They want me to, to come and preach to them. They book a flight for me. and It's just preaching I'm doing. So, a gift is like a bed, very beautiful in the sky. When you see a gift in operation, it's like a bed in the sky. Very beautiful. Some of you are going to have business acumen. That is a spiritual gift. It is not in the Bible, but it, is, it exists. You just know what product will sell. You just know what business they will go through. You can't tell, but you just know. It's a gift. It's a gift. All this building we see here, there is no drawing. There's no drawing. We just can't say, put this one here, put this one here, put this one here. What course do you do in school? History, English, Swahili, archaeology. Linguistics, sociology, no engineering. Engineer. Oh, yes. There's a lot of engineering going on. A lot of engineers. It's a grace. That's why, you see, what sometimes you don't understand is that the grace is something that God gives, it's not something that men give. So, if men were to give, men would look at so many things. But because God is the one giving, he gives because he likes the person. And the last time I checked, you're a very bad person, but a lot of people like you. Haven't you stolen meat in your mother's soup before? (laughs) But your mother doesn't she love you. You know Yongicho. 
Yongicho is the human being who has the biggest church in the world till he died. His church is 1.2 million people every Sunday. Not thousand, 1.2 million. Million, million. One day he used church offering to go and do lottery. But they are sorry, Sika Kutra Lotto. It is in his book, Ministry Home for 30 Years. He said he was desperate, he needed money to do a church project. But how can God do you such a man? Because it's God that gives the grace. God is going to supply some graces in your life. So when there is an impartation, there is a release of spiritual gifts. And your spiritual gifts will take you far. Romans 1.11 You need a spiritual gift. So whenever there is impartation, there is a transfer of spiritual gifts. Romans 1.11 says, For I long to come to see you, for I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift so that you may be established. That means spiritual giftings help you to be established in life. And I met one of my classmates. I was driving. Then he said, hey! The socialist and capitalist. That's how he greeted me. It's like, I'm a socialist. Now I have become a capitalist. Socialist is communal living. Capitalist means nuclear family system. Me and myself. It's like God has blessed you now. You don't mind anybody. And I said, what kind of greeting is that? Is it my fault? For God to just do one or two things for me. You are interested in political connection. I'm interested in spiritual gifts. There's a lady, somebody told me yesterday. The lady used to come for my prayer meetings on campus. And this man who was telling me about the lady said that he went to the lady's office to go and collect money. The person works with moving pick. So some people came to sleep at moving pick and he has to go and take the money from this lady. He said when he entered the lady's office, the 200 Ghana CDs note, they have packed her to the roof of the building. And that is his backdrop. Like her chair is here, the background is the Ghana money. And when she mentioned the girl's First name. I mentioned the girl's full name because I know her very well. She used to come for my prayer meeting. Then he said, hey, who named your friend? I said, when you brutal. And I said, really, that little girl? Say, hey, he's not a little girl. <laughs> when I was in level 400, she was level 200. And she's now working with the flat staff house. You got it, you know. And her office, that's her. She, she said, she took the receipt, blah, 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 removed the money. She said, you look at the money like this. She was pursuing political connection. And now her background is money. 
I'm pursuing spiritual gifts. Now, what I'm saying is that everybody has what brings him establishment. But for us, we have found a way. Which is the surest way. A way free from troubles and issues. It is called spiritual gifts. I long to come to you that I may impact on you spiritual gifts. Every spiritual gift is like a bird in the sky. Very beautiful. One day your gift will take you to places. No, if I'm talking to Bishop Wedepo, it's my gift. If it's not because of the gift of a pastor, where will I meet him? Where will I see him? Like, this is somebody that presidents come for prayers from him. 43 contractors, 3,000 workers who work 24-7 shift. At every point in time, there are 3,000 people on site. Each of them is paid. Yet he doesn't owe anybody. He has not borrowed from anybody. He has not gone for loans for the IMF. Hey, what wisdom is this? I think I need it. So, it is a spiritual gift that has brought him that far. I speak into your life in the name of Jesus. Let there be impartation of gifts. Impartation of gifts. Impartation of gifts. Impartation of gifts. In gifts, you find talents, special abilities. Some of you, God is going to give you a special ability to talk. If there are commentators, is it not talking? News readers, is it not talking? Radio presenter, is it not talking? It's an ability that is at work. Your ability that is in you is going to be polished. It's going to be polished. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, when there is impartation, there is the ability to manifest the same grace from the career. I have a special gift called joy. I'm a happy child. No trouble in life has troubled me for more than a week. No, no, no matter what. I kick myself into happiness. It's a gift. No matter the issue. Why am I saying this? Because I'm telling you that when there is an impartation, you are going to walk in the same grace. The same grace. People have juju me before. It didn't go anywhere. People have cursed me before. It didn't go anywhere. One day, where I'm staying right now, a man called me. Papa was awful. And then you may down on my papa with your drop and shasas. And that man is able to do that. I said that or the langa say about an answer or the draw. No, so what the draw be show us as so. And I say, oh, and it is easy. Say I draw part yeah, crocodile. It is very easy. I am highly inoculated. No demon can kill you. You are going to walk in the same grace.
There's a guy who stays here, just two buildings away behind the church. He's called Sarkodie. He told me this. He said, when we came here to buy this land, there was a guy who was their chief priest for the young boys here. The, behind this church is Togolese people. They are all from Togo. And they worship idols. Hot after. No more come. They said that this land is not a place for a church. The ancestors, they pass here to come home. So he brought a goat in the night and came to cut the head of the goat and did incantations here. Three days, the guy died. The building, just this one. Two buildings, there's a woman there. She walks with beads around her neck. This woman has stripped herself naked with a pot of blood to this church before that they would never allow us to build. <laughs> Why do the nations rage and the kings of the earth plot a vain thing? They come together saying, let us break his cause and cut asunder his chains. And he that sits in heaven shall laugh. The Lord will hold them in derision. In the name of Jesus, any witch, any wizard that has written your name, put your name in a bottle, reciting your name in places, let it send back to sender. We declare, let it boom around. In the name of Jesus. One day, this place, there is a man who stays around the cemetery. Everybody is afraid of him. They went to the man that this church is disturbing them. So the man, the man said that he will not come. He doesn't have any problem with us. His brother is one of the people who came here to destroy things. He said when he held the wall at the back. He had electric shock and he ran away. From that day, they always come to call him to come for a looter here. He said he will not come. He was electrocuted. He said he will not come. A spiritual ability is about to happen in your life. Special grace. Ah, yes, I said, you are going to walk in the same grace. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. The same grace. Yes, Lord. The same grace. I have seen tangible things. In 2000, and either 8 or 9, I came to school at that time and I was at Akramo. I didn't have money around 1 a.m. to pick taxi. So I stood at Akramo ah, waiting for Trotro. 1 a.m. what Trotro will come. And I had a very big bag. 90% is books. Big, big books. So I dragged it. The bag was too heavy to carry, so I dragged it out. Even when I got to the down, the, that she she passed off, the, all the ties under the, the bag were gone. As I was standing there, a man came there with Land Cruiser. What are you doing here? Do you know that it's dangerous to be standing here? Sit in the car. Where are you going? I'm going to Legon. The man drove straight to Commonwealth Hall. Dropped me in front of Commonwealth Hall and said, all right, God bless you. This is my card. You can always call me. Then, when I 
was dragging my back to climb the Commonwealth hostess, it just occurred to me that, how did the man know that I'm in Commonwealth? Because no matter the gate you use, Commonwealth will never be the place you will go. So I took the card that, let me call the number up to tomorrow. When you call the number, doesn't exist. But it was a card. It was either blue water or spring water, something, something. That was on the card. God sent an angel. God sent an angel. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. That same grace that there is always divine inter intervention. When it becomes complex, God intervenes. It is going to work in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. One day, I was praying at the athletic over University of Ghana. The Lord opened my eyes and I saw a man very huge. I'm, I'm, if I'm not exaggerating, he's like taller than this building in military way. Then he was standing in front of a drinking spot in Komoto. Those days there was a drinking spot in Komoto called Desperados. The man held a metal ball at it and closed up the place and vanished. What kind of vision is this? As I was going back to Komoto, the Lord told me that Desperados is going to close down because of the prayers I prayed that day. Desperados was where they were stealing and you see when you come to Komoto, you see Students lying on the corridors, drunk. That's where they sell all the weed, all the cocaine in the hall. Desperados. Then there is a guy, he's called Prince Jikonu or Jikonzo. I told him that next semester, when we come to school, if Desperados is not closed, then I'm not a man of God. First week, school had not resumed. Some white people had come to Legon. They were moving around. Somebody went to attack one of the white students, snatched the phone and ran away. And the university closed down Desperados. Up to today, it has been closed down. You are going to catch visions. You are going to see visions. You are going to see visions. You are going to see visions. The same order of grace. The same order of grace. Supernatural supplies. Supernatural supplies. The Lord shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. Let that same grace locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. Impartation of graces. Impartation of graces. Impartation of graces. If somebody has to help you, the point of need, he will appear to help in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, I have privileges. I have privileges. I have privileges. One day, some people invited me to come and preach, and they gave me a topic. The economy of God. Ah, what topic is this? Economy. I've never heard it before. I sat by my Bible trying to know what to go and preach. As I sat there, it was like I was dozing and the Lord opened my eyes and I saw a hand. No human being was standing there. 
and it was writing on the board and explaining the Bible to me. Explain the Bible to me. Explain the Bible to me. I came out of that vision. I'm going to preach not knowing what to say because the topic I don't understand. Then when I went into that meeting, that meeting was in Pentagon. When I stood there, I said, the economy speaks of the dispensations of God. I began to teach things no man has ever taught me. An angel appeared to me in visions and wired my brain, wired my understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will send you help by angels in the name of Jesus. One day, I went to a restaurant. What's the name of the restaurant in the Kwafo? Odor Rice. At that time, it was not common for students to eat there because it was expensive. I said, I'm going to eat in Odor Rice. I got there. I bought this, I bought this, I bought this. Without money. Because that day, I read in my Bible that come and eat without money. Ah, come and drink without money. So I said, give me chicken. Give me this. Give me this. Give me this. Then I said, that you can go here to pay. No money in my pocket. I put my hand in my pocket. I said, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, your word is true that a man can eat without money. As I bring my hand out of my pocket, let money appear. I said, in the name of... Somebody tapped me on the shoulder. When I tell. He said, Pastor, everything you have bought, I have paid it. They said, do you want juice? I said, you are very deep. Give me yogurt. Those days they will have some white yogurt they used to sell. And then blue skies. I want them. Bring it to me. The guy said, I've paid. You can eat without money. I said, You can eat without money. In the mighty name of Jesus, you are going to receive scholarships from heaven, sponsorships from heaven, receiving partitions in the name of Jesus. One day I couldn't walk. They took me to the hospital. I came back. They carried me to the forest. I came back walking. I came back walking. That was the last time. That, listen to me. Without medicine, you will rise up. Whatever diagnosis and prognosis of medical practitioners, may the Lord send his angels to operate on you in the name of Jesus. the vision and the vision I was led into a very big hall when you look into the hall you can see the ends it's full of people and everybody was in red shirt the red was sparkling like gold and there was a figure standing by a board then he said the whole place was full but when I was led into the hall he said let us welcome apostle John Winfred and they led me straight to the third chair at the front. And he says, this is a seat somebody just vacated. Sit down. And the hand continued to teach. That's when I got to know that even this ministry is a ministry somebody rejected. 
and the Lord gave it to me. I speak into your life. Thank you, Jesus. Whether the person couldn't do it, couldn't finish it, couldn't accept it, I don't know. But when men fail, you shall excel. The same order of grace, you shall excel. One of the things I've realized is that when I pray about something, God answers it. Because I can see my prayers, answers to my prayers in front of me every day. Sometimes it's not instant, but I see it. I remember when I was in secondary school, they told me my father was diagnosed of a very complex condition. And I said, until I enter the university, my father cannot die. I don't know why I said that, but I felt that if my father is not alive, I will not go to the university because who will pay my school fees? I should have said until I finish. When I entered the university, first year, Kenya University, I left. Second year, I came to Legon first year. Legon first semester, 30th January. We did the elections 28. I think 20, there was seventh and there was a runoff. Like we should vote again. 2008 elections. Then 30th, my father died. When my father died, I started paying my school fees in dollars. I used to feed people in the school, but I was a student. If you met me, you would never know I was a student because of the way I used to dress in school. God started prospering me on every side. This boy used to come to eat in my room. Because I used to fast and I would break at sex. But he, he will break at three. Strategic reasons. So that he will come and eat my food before I'm about to eat. Then he will eat with me. I put my stew there. When I come back, the stew has finished. Rice. Recently, a man came here. He was a bank manager for a bank in Europe. He said, he came here to give me money. You don't know me anywhere. We sat at the top here two or three weeks ago. He came home with some heavy land, a Range Rover. Brand new. He came to give me money. You don't know me. From today, you will never be in luck. Alia Katuya. You will never be stranded. One day I traveled to Europe. I called my uncle. Uncle, I want to spend some more days here. My uncle said, I'll call you back. I'll call you back. After tomorrow. I was in a conference. I was stranded. As I was standing there, somebody tapped me on the shoulder. When I turned, Pastor Winfred, hey, what are, where do you stay? I said, I don't have a neighbor. I said, oh, come. The person went to hire a place, paid it, gave me money, at heart till I came to Ghana. You will never and ever be stranded in life. Yeah. Giftings, graces, graces, graces. 
Why am I shouting like this? This year will be your best year. You shall never know a better last year. In the name of Jesus. Every year shall be an improvement. Every year shall be a step forward. In the name of Jesus. If anybody doesn't like you, he should. Yesterday, I went to Azmera with somebody. And I saw uh, this junior man, one type of science. How do they call them? Dinkra. One of them was there. He says, That's the name of the Dinkra. It's cloth with some stool inside it. And that symbol means that if you want to talk about me, get a chair and sit down. Why? Because you are not finishing now. If anybody sees you to be an enemy, the person is greatly disappointed. Because you seem to be advancing. You seem to be advancing. You will never know a better yesterday. Your life shall be upward only. Ayakura the satire. They will forever and ever be talking because you will have no, you don't have any reason to slow down. You have no reason to slow down. Upward only. Say upward only. That shall be your life. Say Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Say today is an impartation Sunday. If there is any grace upon this man, friend, or this church called Lavrin, put that grace upon me as I pray now. Lift up your voice and begin to pray right now. Maybe you have ten, but I have two. Maybe you need my two, so clap your hands and pray with passion. Peace in the midst of storms. Joy in the midst of sorrow. Spiritual understanding. Wisdom. Light. Whatever is working in this church. Whatever that is working in love. Lord, let it work in my life. Whatever that is working here. Let us work in my life. Maybe you need a wife. You can take it now. Maybe you need children. You can take it now. Maybe it's a visa you need to travel. You can take it now. Maybe you need a house. You can take it now. Maybe you need a car. You can take it now. The Lord has blessed me with divine health. I don't get sick. You can walk in it right now. The Lord has blessed me with good people. Everywhere I go, I am helped. God can send you help. He can send you people to work with you. He 
He can send you people to stand with you. That is why you need to cry out. There is greatness that is being born today. You will finish the gun with excellence. Your ministry will accept. Your career will accept. I believe greatness gives birth to greatness. And you are entering into that glory, that grace in the name of Jesus. Receive help. Let afflictions come to an end. Change of levels. Change of levels. Change of levels. Pray with passion. Declare the end of a matter before its beginning. Tell yourself. I am not disadvantaged. Receive impartations. Lift up your voice and cry out. He said, I bore you on the wings of an eagle. I am carried on the wings of an eagle. My life is not my own. I sit on an eagle in the realms of the spirit. Let the same eagle carry you. Hile Katoria Kapaya. I am showing you ranks. I sit on an eagle in the realms of the spirit. In the name of Jesus, let that eagle lift you up. Let that eagle show with you about storms, about difficulties, about challenges. You eat them like food. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Eyes that see, ears that hears.
against you. You shall win over them. You shall never be defeated. May the Lord grant you rest. Rest from afflictions. Rest from demonic attacks. Rest from unceasing attacks of the enemy. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord send you help. By the Holy Ghost. 
receive help by the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. From today, your tongues will change. Your confessions will change. Your stories will change. Let there be the change of story. May the Lord show you forth as a star. A star in your family. May you be the first to do many things. The first to graduate. The first to marry. The first to travel. The first to build. The first to own businesses. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I speak to any affliction of the devil. You devil, take your hands off God's people. Let demonic dreams cease. I curse demonic visitations. I declare, let the fire surround you now. In the name of Jesus. May the Lord build a hedge around you. It shall be a hedge of protection. In the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord shall fill you with laughter. Receive it now. Receive joy for morning. Receive joy for morning. Hey, Supernatural grace for joy. Joy, joy, joy. Let it rain like rivers upon you in the name of Jesus. I pray that these ones will run over every header. Let them run through troops. Let them overcome nations. Let them overcome battles. You have blessed us to contact graces. Many fathers whose voices are spoken over our lives. Lord, on that same frequency of grace, I speak over the lives of everyone. That this year shall be a great year for you. This year shall be a year of many testimonies. May the Lord establish you in wealth. Receive the power to make wealth. Receive power to make wealth. Wealth in different currencies. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord wipe away tears. Tears that are shed in secret. Tears that are shed in privacy. Tears that are shed in public. May the Lord wipe away every tear. In the mighty name of Jesus. If there is anyone sick here this minute, I declare you healed. I declare you healed. I declare you healed. Out in the name of Jesus. Look at me. How come the mad people eat things on the floor yet they are not sick? When somebody is mad, they are not mad. They are operating in a realm that is not common to men. Some of them are realm of demons. So they begin to manifest the demon nature. The Lord will open your eyes. You see demons that are eating carcass. Decomposition. You see demons that 
one who in mad. That is why when you see a madman and he's talking, he's not mad. In his world, he's communicating. That's that you don't understand. That is why in the eyes of the world, we Christians look like mad people. Because we are operating in a realm that is different from their realm. That of the mad people may be debased. But how come they are not sick? That realm is not a place for sicknesses. It's the place they manifest demons. If you are sick here, it is not ordinary. No matter the name men have given to it. I speak healing now. I speak deliverance now. If you are sick in any part of your body, touch that place. Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak to that sickness out of that body. Out of that body. Out. I declare it down in Jesus' name. Examine yourself. You see that you are healed. Now give us a song even as we close. Testimonies unfounded. Testimonies uncommon shall be your story this year. Whatever you couldn't do, begin to do it now. If doctor said an organ is not functioning, I declare that organ is functioning now. The days of medicine taking is over. Sicknesses are paralyzed and destroyed. Clap your hands and give hey, the Lord and So Lord, we seal this impartation of virtue and grace. Let there be a release of that tree within us called the tree of life. That it's dead as food. Let cases be broken. Let cycles come to an end. Evil cycles come to an end. In the name of Jesus.